BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. What's up, guys? Hello. Welcome Welcome back back to What We Said Podcast. I'm Chelsea. And I'm JC. And we're coming at you live. Well, not really live, but we're coming at you the day before Halloween with some spooky stories. Get ready to be spooked, y'all. If you are not... I hate (laughs) y'all. Here's the thing. Thank you, actually. When people that aren't from the South or somewhere or Texas or somewhere that says y'all... When they say it, I feel like it's just not allowed. Yeah, I know. Like, I know a lot of people that Get say out. y'all, but I'm like, you didn't grow up saying that. I know. You're not allowed. Um, so we wanted to start off by saying that we are going to be reading, since it is Halloween tomorrow, we're going to be reading some stories. We asked for ghost stories, scary stories, hometown crime stories that you guys remember from your childhood, anything spooky that you had for us, like the scariest thing that's ever happened to you. You guys delivered some Mm -hmm. crazy stories. You guys, me and JC were reading these yesterday, and I had the hardest time falling asleep. I was so scared. Chelsea, we wake up this morning, and Chelsea goes, I had to watch a video last night of the Dolan twins doing a lie detector test um, (laughs) before, so I could fall asleep. Seriously, I was so scared. I was like, I need to watch something that numbs my mind and just like makes me think about nothing because I'm terrified. (laughs) <laughs> they were really crazy. I didn't expect so many. I don't know why I thought yeah. maybe there wouldn't be that many crazy stories, but they were insane. So, And if you listen to this podcast frequently, then you would know that me and JC are big true crime fans. One of my favorite podcasts is My Favorite Murder with Karen Kilgariff and George Hardstark. My Favorite Murder, we're coming for your brand. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was going to say in honor of, but it's like they're still hit there and... Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just doing this in, so. in honor of Halloween. <laughs> I think this is going to be fun. Oh, first of all, we want to say these have, are you guys sending them in. And if you guys want to be included in that, if you're not already, go follow our Instagram. It's what we said podcast on Insta. Look it up. Follow us because we do these things often where we have polls. We have information about our guests. We have like tons of just insider info. Yeah. So if you want to follow, maybe you we'll can, ask a question, you can answer, and it'll be on the podcast. Yeah, you can contribute. A lot of the things that we talk about are things we've gotten DM'd mm-hmm. about or, 
just things that you guys have contributed, which first of all, we're so grateful for because obviously if we didn't have you guys sending in this stuff, we couldn't make these episodes. So true. thank you for that. And yeah, if you just want to follow along on our Instagram, you can be included in all this good stuff. Okay. So JC, take it away. Okay. I first want to say if you are creeped out easily and if you are a sensitive person, like some of these actually are kind of dark. Wait, do you have any scary stories before oh, we start? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We wanted to start with ours. No. <laughs> <laughs> I you really don't have anything that's scary that's happened to you. I don't know why. I, I can't think of a single thing. Like no ghost encounters. Like I feel like I've had scary stuff happen to me, but honestly, like nothing comes to my mind. And I've been brainstorming about it for multiple days. And I'm like, nothing. I don't know. I mean, I've had little things where I hear a noise in my house and I think whatever, but it always turns out to be nothing. It's never Mm. been like genuinely. Oh, okay. This is scary. This is when it comes to me right now. This isn't that scary, but well, it was in the moment, but I was walking out of Target or Walmart or something late at night. I think it was 1030 or something. And I was the only person in the parking lot just me and I was alone and I walked That's to my dangerous you shouldn't do that <laughs> I know I think I was still I wasn't in high school but I think I was in college um and I was walking to my car and I saw a guy start like saw me and started walking towards me and he didn't look necessarily homeless but he didn't also look like he had a home yeah like like he had somewhere to call home um and so Anyway, he was like approaching me. And so I started walking faster and I got my car as fast as I could. And I locked the door and he like, I barely made it before him. Like he was at my window and he was like, please, I need my medicine. Like, can you please help me? And you know, I did not unlock the door. I did not. I was like, sorry, no. And he, um, I started my car and he was just standing by my window. I think he was maybe like, knocking on it or something and then he stood in front of my car oh I remember this and because there was someone parked behind me so I couldn't get out I couldn't back out so he stood in front of my car as if to be like stop to stop me and I like revved my engine I'm like dude I'm in a car you are just standing there going to run over yeah like I will run over you and so when I revved my engine and kind of went a little bit then he like got out of the way and that's not even that scary that. that's funny but in the moment i remember being like he's for sure going to try and kidnap me like oh what? that's there's nothing more terrifying even if there's a male across the parking lot from me oh i bolt yeah i'm like no this isn't gonna happen not tonight <laughs> not tonight satan here's the thing <laughs> it is not okay for an adult male to approach approach a young girl that's alone at night. I'm sorry. I don't care what the circumstance is. No. No. If you need help and you need your medicine, go to an adult, another man, or someone that can help you. Like, what am I going to do for you? It's Mm -mm. just, it's so backwards when people think that that's okay. Yeah, it is backwards. And it's It's also not okay that girls have to feel scared all the time. Always. Oh, I was listening to something. uh, I don't remember where I heard this, so sorry, I'm not giving any credit again common pattern on this (laughs) podcast but he it was a big um convention and the speaker was talking to everybody and the the guy who was telling the story went with his wife to this convention so the guy on the stage was saying okay when was the last time that any of you guys feared for your life and a lot of people's hands went up and they said okay have you guys ever felt or if you felt like if you feared for your life in the last month keep your hand up and like a couple hands went down. They said, 
And then last week, have you feared for your life? And a lot of hands went down and like they just kept going down and down. And then Mm -hmm. he said, and then he, he said, raise your hand if you feared for your life walking into this convention through the parking garage. And all of the women's hands were up. And the husband was like, I didn't realize until that moment that women are just always scared. Seriously. And I'm like, yeah. Anytime you're in a parking garage, anytime you're by yourself, you're scared. You're scared. Well, and okay, when I just thought of one more, but it's, they're always probably nothing, probably just my imagination, my mind going to the worst place possible at mm-hmm. that exact moment. But when we were in Hawaii, we went to this grocery store late at night to get cereal or something. I can't remember. We were just hungry and there wasn't places open. So we went to the grocery store and there was this man, you know, when someone just looks kind of out of place, you're like, mm-hmm. mm, what are you doing here? Yeah. Like, I don't know why he looked like that, but he was They don't in, look like they're shopping. No. They don't look like they're getting something. They don't look like they have a goal yeah, in mind besides all. maybe to take you. Yeah. <laughs> besides maybe to kidnap me. Yeah. So I remember thinking like, you're kind of, you kind of look off. Like, what are you doing? And it was this guy and he was almost in like business clothes kind of, but anyway, he made eye contact with me and did not break which I thought was just, I was like, okay. Like I had to break eye contact because he was just staring into my soul, like as we were walking. And so we went down an aisle and we're, and I was like, that was kind of weird. That guy just like looked at me and Leif's just like, oh, whatever. And then we're looking at cereal or whatever. And I looked down the aisle. It's just me and Leif down the aisle. And I looked down the aisle and he's standing in the middle of the aisle, just looking at me, just staring at me. And I, again, did, he did not break eye contact. Like I looked at him and I was like, okay. And I, I looked I away. Me this. I looked away. We go to, I was like, Leif, I'm kind of scared. Like that is freaky. And Leif's like, he, it's fine. Like he's probably whatever. And we walk over two aisles again, goes to the middle of it and is just staring at me. And I said, Leif, look. And he looks and the guy like turns and oh walks. And I was like, I literally almost started crying. I'm like, he is trying to like get me. Like yeah. he is terrifying. And so, anyway, but that was it, and then he left oh or whatever, gosh. and I never saw him again, but that moment, I was like, why he, are he you He peeks sta- through your window right now. Yeah. I'm back. <laughs> awesome. Anyway, oh those are gosh. the only things I can think of, yeah, that I'm are sure scary. a lot of girls are sitting here thinking, yeah, I had an encounter like that. Yeah, just freaky little things like it's that. awesome being a girl. Yeah. Love it. Okay, what are, do you have one? Well, I was going to say, I think, okay, well, first of all, I have a ghost story. Okay. My house is haunted. Which house? House you grew up in? My home that I currently live in. Awesome. Well, I live with my parents right now. We're staying with my parents. And it's the house I grew up in. And my bedroom is, well, the one that you probably remember, I was in the back bedroom, the Mm -hmm. one that's actually at the front of the house. But when you go down the hall, it's the last one. And I swear to you, you guys, like I'm not a big, I don't know. Like I'm not, uh, I was going to say I'm not gullible, but I am. Um, (laughs) Anyways, I was laying in my bed. And I remember this so vividly because I remember telling a bunch of people afterwards, like, you guys, I just saw this like I told. I think you actually leaders. did tell me. This, you probably did tell I'm remembering. Because it was in high school. I was laying down. So my brother has um, lived in that room too. And he says he just hates that room. Like, he feels like there's something in the corner at all times. And so he just says, like, he just feels like he's seen shadows or whatever. Anyway, so I remember I was laying in bed and I woke up from a dream. I was laying on my back, looking up at the ceiling, and I woke up from a dream, and there was a woman's head. No. Like, it, it was like, it, it, I don't want to say it looks literally like Casper, but. 
Yeah, you just lost me. Now I'm not scared <laughs> I'm anymore. I'm like, it was Casper. He came. We were friends. No, it. I was like the coloring. Like it was literally like a clear. Like a white. Like it wasn't necessarily white, of? but it was just very faded. And, but it was only up to her shoulders. So you know those like Barbie doll heads you had that you would like braid their hair, but it was just their head? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it looked like, but an actual female with like moving facial emotions. And I woke up. And, like, acknowledged it for a second, and then it, like, flew towards my face, and it was gone, and I just literally froze, and I could not move. And to this day, I'm like, it could have been a dream. Like, yeah. I could have been dreaming, but at the same time, I remember it so vividly, and I was, I remember being like, I'm awake right now. Like, I'm not dreaming. I'm awake, and just laying in bed for an hour, just, like, without moving, and then I fell back asleep. Oh. But I remember I woke up to, like, this, like, jolt, and then... I saw her and she like came like towards me. But was it a scary face? No, and that's the thing. It wasn't scary. Like it just seemed real. Yeah, it wasn't like I. I don't want to make it sound like it was like some ghost that had like a tail and you know the classic a ghost. Tail. But <laughs> it just seemed like a woman's like floating like upper body head coming towards me. I don't know. Oh, Anyways, that is freaky. Well, and then I I told my family that and they're like, that's weird because Lad always says that he like feels something weird in that room. Awesome. So that's just my personal. No one else yeah. can, can ever believe me, but yeah. I saw I saw what I saw. So Gosh. here's the thing, too. I love scary movies. I love true crime. And um, so that's why I made that story up. <laughs> just no, and my I husband hates it. Me and JC watched. I didn't know that. He, oh, yeah. He yes, I did. He hates horror movies. Oh, yeah. He, he ran out of the room. Crime. Me and JC are watching Silence of the Lambs. Sorry, okay, which, Mom, it's rated R. Which is a horrible <laughs> movie, let's be real. Like, terrifying. Well, it's terrifying, but it's also one of the best movies ever. Like, it is such a good movie. <laughs> no, just I'm just remembering head. a certain part in it that is... <laughs> it's not me okay. JC were just... Anyways, JC was sleeping over at me and Nick's apartment. And this Leif. Was a couple years. Me and Leif. Yeah, didn't I say that? Oh, maybe. Did I say me and you were sleeping over at Nick's apartment? <laughs> I don't know. No, yeah. JC and Leif were sleeping over, and it was me and Nick. And we were all going to watch a scary movie, so we got Silence of the Lambs. And we're having, like, this adult, like, ooh, slumber party. Like, anyways, so we put the movie on. Ten seconds to it. If you've seen that movie, there's a girl, and she gets kidnapped at the, basically at the very beginning. And my husband, Nick, he just goes, I'm going to bed. I'm out. Like, <laughs> that scared him that she got kidnapped. Went to bed. I'm like, that was nothing compared to the rest of the movie. There's cannibalism in that movie. Yeah. And Leif fell asleep like tw- oh, 30 yeah. minutes in or something. <laughs> so it's just me and JC. Uh, but the thing is about you and I watching a movie together is that we laugh and joke the yeah. entire time. <laughs> yeah, it's true. So, <laughs> even during the one we were just watching. Yeah. Even during t- horrible, scary movies. Yeah. Somehow we're still laughing. Not sure. Okay. Yeah. I'll start. Lots of goodies, guys. Lots of good stories here. We'll just alternate. Okay. Last summer of 2017, four teenage boys went missing in my town. They were missing for days and days when the police got a lead to a farm in the area. They searched the whole farm and finally found remains of the boys. Turned out another teenage boy was going to sell them pot, each separately, ended up and ended up shooting each of them. A few of the bodies were burned and some were just buried about six feet underground. It was the worst and most traumatic event I've ever heard of happening in my town. If you want to look it up, it's the four boys who went missing around Levittown, Pennsylvania. Oh, that's so sad. Wait, they went... How old was the guy that shot him? I think he was just another... Yeah, it said turned out another teenage boy was going (gasps) to sell them pot. 
and ended oh up shooting them. Oh my gosh, them. wait, I'm, he buried them six feet under the ground. First of all, he'd have to dig graves for each of them. Yeah. Oh my gosh. What freaky. That is freaky. Okay, so this is kind of long, but it's worth it, she says. Okay. So I live in a gated community in a pretty nice area, so you'd figure there wouldn't be issues in my neighborhood. Well, wrong. That's true. When you think gated community, it's like... Yeah. I've always dreamed of living in a gated community. Same. Uh, Don't you? Oh, no. Yours isn't gated, I guess. Mm -mm. Don't tell the fans. (laughs) (laughs) Like, isn't this your address? (laughs) (laughs) Well, wrong. I had this neighbor across the street who was a little strange at first, but nothing too crazy. Well, about a year ago, things started to get crazier. Cops would randomly show up at his house and no one would know what was going on. One day, my neighbor, my other neighbor was backing his car out of the driveway when the crazy neighbor ran himself straight into their car and claimed they hit him. Oh, but I watched the camera footage and he clearly ran himself into the car. So after that, little things would happen, but nothing too alarming. Well, one morning about two months ago, I woke up to the sound of a fire alarm. At first, I sprang up out of my bed thinking it was my house, but then I headed to my neighbor's outside. Oh, then I heard my neighbor's outside screaming. That's horrifying. Yeah. Uh, I look outside the window and there's smoke coming out of the crazy neighbor's house. I run and tell my stepmom and she heads outside because she's a nurse. Then suddenly we hear a big explosion and realize the fire is coming from the garage. Okay, that's so scary to go to see a fire without any firemen around. Like when the fire trucks aren't there yet, you're like, what do I do? Yeah, horrible. Um, Then suddenly hear a big explosion and realize the fire is coming from the garage. All of the neighbors were outside and clearly the fire department on its way. Unfortunately, no one wanted to open the garage because if you expose fire to oxygen, then another explosion could happen. So eventually, the entire fire department shows up. About four trucks were parked outside my house and in my driveway, and the fire gets put out. Come to find out, the crazy neighbor burned in the fire and died. Pretty sad, but we also found out that he had a meth lab inside his $800,000 house, and it caught on fire. Oh my gosh. Now my neighbors... Uh, mentioned before the ones he claimed to have hit him get anonymous letters in the mail saying things such as one month since blank has died you guys won r.i.p and this has continued once a month since his death and there's no return address signature or anything obviously my neighbors didn't do anything wrong um lastly it's been three months since the accident and no one has come to clean it up so there's been crime scenes surrounding the house since the day it happened um there is no garage door anymore so you can just see in the black burnt garage where he did where he, died. where he died, yeah. Where he did. I get chills every time I walk by. Oh, that is so creepy. Wait, yeah. they're saying you won? Yeah, What's because, the letter? because he was going to sue them because he they hit him with his car, quote unquote. And someone's like, congratulations, you won. One month since he died, you guys won, RIP. Oh. So spooky. That is so spooky. Okay. This isn't scary. This isn't that scary for me personally, but just really creepy. I know you mentioned in an earlier podcast that you listened to my favorite murder, so you may remember when they covered John List, episode twenty nine. He killed his entire family, mom, wife, and three children, and then fled town and was a fugitive for nineteen years. This all happened in nineteen sixty in Westfield, New Jersey. Well, fast forward to when I was in high school, and I'm not sure if you guys used to do this, but we always had to write our names in our tech bo- textbooks. Well, I had the book of Patricia List, the 16-year-old daughter of the family. It was super chilling to know that the girl 
that this girl was murdered by her own <gasps> father. John List was eventually caught when his picture was up on FBI's Most Wanted. Super creepy stuff. I guess that's my hometown murder story. Maybe I should have sent it to my favorite murder. Haha. <laughs> anyway, love your podcast. I listen on Tuesdays every single week. It's the best way to start or end my work day. Oh my gosh. Isn't that creepy? That is creepy. That's like eerie. Yeah, I feel like I would not want that book. No. Ooh. Okay, this is a scary story. My dad does not believe in ghosts or anything supernatural, and he swears by this story, so it actually freaks me out. That's true. That is way more freaky when someone's like, I doesn't believe in ghosts, doesn't do that, and then they're like, I actually saw something. You believe it more than you believe me when I'm like, I love drama and true crime. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, okay. But he was, uh, when he was in college in Utah, he stayed in a little one bedroom apartment. He slept in the bedroom and had the same dream every night that the, some big dark mass was trying to crawl down his throat into his body. And he would wake up, sit up straight, and be sweating with this weird pressure on his, on his chest every night. It started to freak him out, so he decided to sleep in his living room one night to see if he still had the dream. He slept fine for a few nights, so he stayed. Sorry. He slept fine for a few nights, so he stayed in the living room, but one night he had the dream again. He had been sleeping on the couch around the corner from the bedroom, but this time when he woke up from the dream, he had moved in his sleep to the floor, and when he sat up as he woke up from the freaky dream, he was looking straight into the bedroom. He moved out two weeks later. Oh so he So he was sleeping on the couch, like in a living room around the corner, like so he couldn't even see his room. And then when he, he fell asleep on that, and when he woke up, he was on the floor facing his bedroom nope 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 that i have chills <laughs> moving out immediately yeah no you gotta get out of there immediately oh i'm okay i'm convinced that my new house is haunted me and some of my best friends rented our first house it was literally perfect for all of us but so many weird things have been happening the first week of moving in my mirror was randomly moved in my room and i mean opposite side of the room no one was home and no one touched it later that night it fell three times and shattered on the third <gasps> on the third yep Goody. One morning, our chairs were moved to the front of the house facing the window as if someone was sitting looking out. This is gross, but we find dead flies everywhere and we know where they're coming in and we don't know where they're coming in from because we've been paying special attention to it. Last but not least, last week there was an awful burning smell. It smelled like an entire room was on fire. Our fire alarm went off and I ran all over the house and there was not even a single flame. I'm telling you, it is so weird. We looked some of it up. And apparently ghosts have strong connection to mirrors. Spooked. <gasps> oh, no, no, no. Get out of that house, Get girl. Get out. The chairs facing the window? Nope. No, that is terrifying. The mirror? The mirror shattering? Uh, yeah, no thanks. I was helping my neighbor clean out her mom's house. Okay. <laughs> you good? <laughs> That's it. Oh, what a good friend. No, I was helping my neighbor clean out her mom's house. Her mom had just passed away. We went to the house one day and she asked me to pack up the bedroom, take sheets off the bed, etc. I was about to say, excuse me? But I know, I understand this is kind of creepy, but she was paying me and I was like 13. Haha, so I was down. Anyway, I go down. She was taking the sheets off the bed of the woman who just died. Yeah. Like cleaning out her bedroom. How old is her friend? Her neighbor, not her friend. Oh, sorry, her neighbor. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, I go down to the hall, so I'm sure she was older. Yeah. Um, I go down the hall to the bedroom and start taking sheets off the bed. As I do it, the stereo and the entertainment system starts playing music. Playing music. It freaked me out, so I went down the hall and asked if my neighbor could help me turn the music off. I stalled a little bit and pretended to help pack some stuff in the kitchen. My neighbor comes back down the hall a few seconds later and tells me the stereo was unplugged. 
So really, there's no reason it should have been playing anything. I don't know about ghosts or spirits, but I don't think it was anything evil. I think she simply wanted to let her daughter, my neighbor, know that she's being watched over. Oh, that's kind of sweet. Yeah, kind of sweet, kind of scary. Yeah, kind of spooky, kind of sweet. It's spooky. (laughs) (laughs) Coining that phrase. Yeah. My neighbor's husband killed her by strangulation. He tried to cover it up by going to McDonald's and Walmart so that he had receipts and was on camera at the stores and said he came home and she had fallen down the stairs. But they figured out the time of death and he killed her first. There was lots of evidence. And then left to go to those places, leaving their three young girls at home with their dead mother. They found out later that he had searched on the public's the public library's computers how to cover up a murder. So okay, crazy dude, and so come sad. on. Yeah, you're not Googles. doing a good job at it. Like, at that point, if you're at the library looking at in a book, yeah, don't Google it. He, like, yeah. signs in <laughs> under his under email his address. address. Yeah. And Ugh. also... That's so sad. That's so sad, and you are a terrible person. Yeah. But why, like, with the staircase killer, too? Oh, yeah. Guy, you know? It's like, why is it always falling down the stairs? Like, that's not really a realistic way... Well... Maybe, but yeah. like, I mean, it guess depends. Oh, it's, it's probably I, the only thing they can really think of. Like, how yeah. else would she just accidentally die? It's very interesting. Okay, this is a scary story mixed with humor. Background information. I'm a really light sleeper and my bedroom window faces the street upstairs. So it's probably 3 a.m. and I hear this knocking on our front door. Already horrifying. Yeah. 3 a.m. is like, isn't that like the devil's hour okay. or whatever? Multiple people have said that and I'm very spooked. Not that I like wake, wake up, up at every that night. Time. I'm like, I wake up every night at three. And I do a, a lap around the house. <laughs> <laughs> the scariest. No, I don't. I, I just picture myself now waking up at around three and being like, great. The devil's yeah. hour. I didn't know that. that <laughs> no, I didn't know I that. literally was so terrified last night that I was going to wake up or be awake at three. So I was trying to go to bed so fast. Oh, gosh. Um. I woke up at like 2.15 for a brief moment. I'm like, gotta get back to sleep. <laughs> gotta fast. go. Gotta jet. If I'm like semi-awake around three. Why is that the devil's hour? What is that? I don't know. I think it's just because it's like so late. Yeah. And, but it's also not early yet. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but okay, this is my own story and then I'll finish hers. So we're from Gilbert, Arizona, as you guys may know. And there's a story about a high school around here and about a girl. It's called the Kimberly story. If you want to, I think you can look it up. I don't know. But in high school, we would all go down to a scary place like. um, To a canal or something. Yeah, to a canal or because it happened. The canal is part of the story. Anyways, it's about this girl and like chupacabras and like crazy stuff. And it's really spooky. The guy tells it and it's a recording of him telling the story. And anyways. We would all listen. I put it on my iPod because I had to bring it to a party one time and like play it for everyone. So I had it on my iPod, stupidly. It's like an hour long story, like maybe two hours. And I fall asleep listening to my music one night at like just a school night. It's probably like 10. And I wake up at like 2.30. I think it might have been around 3. And I wake up and the Kimberly story is playing on my iPod, like in the middle of the story. The Kimberly story is freaky. Like, it is so freaky. You're so scared because it's right around your hometown. It talks about how you can see her on the canal sometimes, and the canal's right by my house. So I wake up, and it talks about how she, like, lives in the vents, and all these, like, these <gasps> creepy animals live in the vents. And I wake up, and that is playing in my ears, as close to my head as possible. 
I was so spooked. That is so freaky. It was the most horrifying thing to wake up to. Anyways. Okay, I just looked up why 3 a.m. is the devil's hour. Okay. It says, in folklore, the witching hour or devil's hour is a time of night associated with supernatural events. <gasps> Creatures- oh, I'm scared. Wait, why? You freaked me out when you did that. Sorry. <laughs> like, it's a ghost. <laughs> So the creatures, it's Casper, he's friendly. It says creatures such as witches, demons, and ghosts are thought to appear and be at their most powerful. <laughs> JC just did the most sarcastic smile. Awesome. I wish you guys would have seen it. Great. Yeah. Amazing. Okay, keep going, Chelsea. You're in the middle of the story. Yeah, sorry. Right? Um, okay, so I'm really light sleeper. My bedroom window faces the street upstairs, blah, blah, blah. It's probably 3 a.m. and I hear this knocking on our front door. I look out my window because sometimes security knocks on the door if we leave our garage open. Nothing. There's no security car. There's no security car. So I go downstairs, look out the peephole. I can't see anyone. I go to look out the front window and I hear knocking again. I turn on the porch lights and I can't see anyone. So now I'm freaked out. I go back upstairs and I wake my dad. Oh yeah, this was when I was in high school. So I tell him someone is knocking on the, on the door but I can't see them and he thinks I'm crazy. Then he hears the loud knocking. So he comes downstairs and slowly opens the door and someone starts pushing their way in. I'm panicking. My dad starts shoving the door back and the guy yell and the guy starts yelling. I'm like, "We are being robbed. They're breaking in." Well, here's where the humor comes in. The man starts yelling, "I'm your neighbor." And my dad who is still shoving the door shut looks and realizes it is. Um he opens the door and our neighbor crawls inside, slams the door shut and locks it as he slides down the door, leaving a trail of blood from his head. He basically passes out and is bleeding everywhere. At this point, my mom woke up and starts looking over the railing and sees a bloody man and starts freaking out. I have nine. I have to call 911 and it turns out this guy's girlfriend's stepson beat him up badly, 72 stitches in just his head. Oh my god! That's gnarly. He ends up getting arrested at our house because he didn't press charges, but the son did awkward wait who got arrested the guy he who did. got hurt yeah awesome um oh best part this is literally like a week after i hear someone shaking the front door trying to get in and then seeing someone go through our bushes when i turn on lights they got into our neighbor's house and it was an old lady who couldn't remember where she lived and kept trying to get inside after she went on a walk at midnight on her own i felt so bad but she got home safely when our neighbor called the police to help find out where she lived crazy month Oh my gosh. So we were at this cabin. Sorry, I have millions of stories, but <laughs> I'm like, I saw another ghost. <laughs> no. We were at this cabin in the middle of nowhere. My grandparents like own this bunch of land out. Um, well, I'm not going to tell you. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, this is, these are the coordinates. Come visit. <laughs> no, it's literally in the middle of nowhere. You can't see a person or house for miles, literally miles. And they built like a little ranch house. And we were laying there, like going to bed. Me and my husband went out there by ourselves. And it's pitch black. You can't, it's silent. So silent. And I was just laying in bed thinking, what if someone knocks on the door? That will be the most horrifying thing I could possibly imagine at this moment. Because I'm just, I'm literally going to bed thinking, please don't hear a noise. Yeah. Like, even a creak outside. Like oh. a big, because there's no one. So I'm like, and there's gates so you can't drive up or anything so so if anyone yeah i was so scared i'm like please do not hear a noise or i might literally just die from shock oh of course my husband's not scared at all because he's a boy (laughs) okay Um, okay yeah keeps going (laughs) i have another one (laughs) i said three more ghosts (laughs) 
Okay. I'm friends with ghosts. (laughs) In response to your scary stories slash crime stories, two girls in my graduating class had a stalker our senior year. Their cars got vandalized, scary letters sent to their house, fake robocall voicemails on their phones, weird calls to our school, etc. Their parents had to hire a private investigator to figure out who was doing all of this. Turns out it was one of the girl's boyfriend's ex-girlfriend and the ex-girlfriend's mom. They got sued. I'm dead. She said, a revengeful girl. She said, hashtag karma. Well, not really karma. I guess that's just how the justice justice system works. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I would sue them too. The girl's boyfriend's. Wait, the girl's boyfriend's ex-girlfriend. Ex-girlfriend and the mom. The mom. Come on. What do you want to do tonight, sweetie? Vandalize? Stalk? That's horrible. Yeah, that is horrible. Creepiest thing that has happened to me happened when I was in Mexico visiting family when I was a kid. My grandma's house is known for having weird things happen. Of course, grandma's house. It's always the grandma's house. Um, One night, I went to the bathroom in the middle of the night, and I felt someone following me. I figured it was my sister also going to the bathroom. I don't know why I assumed that, lol. Anyway, I knew I wasn't alone the whole time, and I didn't even turn on the bathroom light because I didn't want it to hurt my eyes. I've been there. When yeah. You're, clean, you're like, I'm not turning the light on. Are you kidding me? After I was done, I started to walk out and I tripped on the step to exit the bathroom. I felt someone grab my hand and keep me from falling on my face. We held hands all the way back and I went to sleep. The next morning, I woke up and asked my sister if she went to the bathroom with me. <laughs> so casual. Yeah. So you just didn't even check whose hand you're holding? Yeah. I think she was like a little girl. Oh, okay. Um... She said no. My mom said maybe it was your guardian angel, and that's about it. It was really weird and scary after. I really don't know why I assumed it was my sister. Oh. Yeah. Kind of sweet, though. Kind of a sweet ghost. Yeah, he helped. She. Yep. I'm like, it was a she. <laughs> don't assume it's gender, <laughs> JC. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. In response to the scary thing that has happened to you, when I was 10, I was at my best friend's house playing in the backyard. She had one of those big jungle gyms with a slide, and we had tied jump ropes to the top of the slide so we could climb up the slide from the bottom. Sounds innocent enough, right? Well, here we are climbing up the slide and sliding back down, and when I'm sliding back down, somehow one of the ropes gets wrapped around my neck, and I instantly start getting essentially hung by the rope because gravity is pulling me down the slide. I am obviously freaking out so much, thrashing my arms and legs and trying to push myself back up the slide with my feet and hands. But Is she I was, by herself? No, she's with her friend. But uh, she's 10 friend. years old. Oh. But I was in pure panic and I was near passing out. My friend was trying to help, but of course we were 10 and she's nowhere near strong enough to help. And crazy enough, she had just lost her voice from some sickness, so she was trying to yell for help, but no sound was coming out. Oh, like in all of my nightmares? Yeah. <laughs> Thank goodness my best friend's mom happened to be looking out the kitchen window that overlooked the backyard at that moment and saw this happening and came running out to the backyard and pushed my body back up the slide and got the rope off. What happened after that is fuzzy because I was just lying down while she assessed how seriously I was injured and possibly my mind has blocked my memory of this or something. But apparently I was fine and she called my mom. They didn't think I needed to go to the hospital, although we did go to the doctor the next day just to check everything out. I ended up being fine except for a horrible mark on my neck from the rope burn that lasted for a number of weeks. Safe to say the next couple weeks, strangers were giving me very worried looks and asking if my parents were mean to me ever. 
Oh my god! So freaky. That is freaky. That would be so scary. Those are the freak things that happen, though, where some people aren't so lucky. I know. It's so sad. It is sad. Okay, scariest thing ever. I was in seventh grade and rode the bus from school to home every day. I walked into my house one afternoon with my headphones in. I'm sorry. Every time <laughs> I say, I don't want to say because it's gonna. Are you serious? Yeah. If I say seriously, then Siri pops up. Hmm. She didn't do it that time. Okay. Good girl, Siri. I walked into my house one afternoon with my headphones in, blasting. But above the music, I heard a huge bang. It sounded like someone had just punched through the wall upstairs. Mind you, I walked into the house through the garage. There were no cars, so I knew I was home alone. I took out my headphones, terrified. I grabbed a knife out of the kitchen drawer and sat on the floor in the corner. After about 30 seconds passed, I heard someone whisper, Shut up. (gasps) Then what sounded like an elephant came running down the stairs and out the front door. I went upstairs and it looked like someone's head was slammed through the door. Once I thought about it, it sounded like someone was dragging another person down the stairs. Freaking spooky. I called my dad bawling. He rushed home and thought the same thing must have happened. Wait, so do you think there was actually a I don't know. Like, wouldn't you see if someone was trying to rob you? Maybe someone went in to go rob her. Then she came home and they were like telling the other person, like, shut up. And then hit him and then, or like. Oh, that's horrifying. I'm horrified. Okay, she honestly wasn't freaking out enough in this story. She's like, spooky. I'm like, no, that's more than spooky. That's very concerning. Yeah. Okay, I have a hometown murder story. It is creepy AF. I am from a tiny town in Connecticut, not the rich part, the farm part, called Ledger. Anyway, my mom recently told me this story about a local murder that happened when I was in kindergarten in February of 2002. Apparently one day in my kindergarten kindergarten class a boy named brian brown did not show up to school immediately police were searching for him and of course the father had no idea where he was ugly lion ass (laughs) (laughs) after days of looking for the boy the police find his head in the woods at a gun club after then after then searching for days for the body they find the body in the father's toolbox in his truck This sick father was in a divorce battle and went crazy and murdered his six-year-old son with a shotgun. Oh. My thoughts... My thoughts are that the dad did the murdering father thing of if I can't have him, then no one can have him. So I'm going to kill everything I love. The most messed up part of all of this was that apparently a school psychologist came and told our class that Brian had been brutally murdered and then explained how he got murdered to a group of six-year-olds. And then she made us draw pictures of how we think it looked when it happened. This psychologist had the balls to tell my mom that this is the only way children will cope and that they need to know everything that happened graphically. Excuse? Needless to say, my mom took me out of school for a few days to avoid that psycho lady. Other than that murder, nothing else has happened to our town other than a lot of kids just randomly dying off, um, brain brain aneurysms, car accidents etc oh and a grandmother shot and killed her two grandchildren than herself we are just a small town in connecticut doesn't sound like it (laughs) that is you live in a disturbing you live in a spook town get out of ledger yeah (laughs) hannah time to move (laughs) it's so scary my brother was attacked by a ghost i grew up in I just ruined the story. Yeah. Sorry. I grew up in Las Vegas when I was nine and my brother was five. My parents divorced and the house my mom moved into was in a brand new community. 
Well, they must have built it on some burial grounds or something because this house was the scariest place of my childhood. I absolutely refused to sleep in my own bedroom there. Can't pinpoint a specific reason other than I just didn't like it in there. So my mom, bless her heart, took my mattress and laid it in the loft and my brother did the same. We slept in the loft basically every night. I remember never being able to sleep and just staring at my mom's bedroom door, willing it to open and she'd come out and sleep with us. I was just terrified but hadn't experienced anything yet. One night, my brother and I switched things up and slept downstairs on the living room floor. After he fell asleep, I was just watching cartoons when out of nowhere, he startles awake and is wailing his head off, screaming and crying in agony. He's holding the right side of his face. Me, a nine-year-old, manages to swiftly pick up my little brother and scream for my mom. We meet on the stairs and run to her room. She turns the light on. We are shocked at what we see. On my brother's right cheek is a huge red welt from what looks like a hand. Yep, my brother had been smacked in the face by a ghost. My mother had the audacity to ask me if it was the cat. (laughs) Needless to say, we slept with her that night. Around the same time, my brother was playing upstairs by himself using a laundry basket as a makeshift roller coaster cart. Honestly, sounds fun. (laughs) Sliding down the stair steps. Super, super safe. Anyways, he claims that when he was at the top of the stairs, he felt two hands on his back firmly push him down the stairs. And she did the ups, upside down smiley <laughs> face. <laughs> we only lived there for 10 months and half of that was spent at my dad's. Thank goodness. Sorry, mom. Um, after we mo- P.S. After we moved out, my mom informed us that she felt her bed shake and often. She could never go in her closet at night. She said she hated it in there. Well, at least my mom believes us now. Hope that was spooky enough. Very oh. spooky. Can you imagine if you wake up and you look in the mirror and you have a hand mark? Yeah. Was it the cat? Was it the cat, honey? It was Lady. (laughs) Lady is Jaycee's dog, in case you guys don't know. She's teensy. Okay, so I'm from the East Coast, and I have had two super scary things happen. The first one, me and my friends explored an abandoned mental hospital. Honey. (laughs) That was your first mistake. Yeah. In one room, there was a single chair sitting on one side of the room. We went down the hall and got scared, and when we came back, the chair was on the other side of the room. (gasps) Great. I'm sorry, don't explore a mental hospital that's abandoned. I remember kind of doing things like that in high school, though. We're like, ooh, this is cool. Yeah. Yeah. Second story. I was driving out in the mountains to a camp I worked at super early in the morning at dawn. It was winter and really foggy. I was driving with my mom... So she can verify that I was not just seeing things. This woman in a long white cloak with the hood up in bare feet came walking up out of the woods and into the street. I slammed on my brakes and almost hit her. I literally stopped like three feet from her and she didn't even flinch or look at me. She just kept walking across the street and into the woods on the other side of the street. So creepy. To this day, I do not know if it was a ghost or a witch. A both. Yep. Both combo. That's not Casper. <laughs> that ain't Casper. <laughs> he don't flinch. That ain't Casper. <laughs> that is. Casper smiles. <laughs> Doesn't and flinch. And trains with you. <gasps> Why? That's horrifying. Horrifying. Sorry, I just put a gummy bear in my mouth. It's so <laughs> loud. <laughs> I came home for my lunch break, for my lunch break, to find a man reading in his car a few cars down from me. Didn't really think anything of it. Till I walked up to my apartment and felt him staring at me. I made direct eye contact with him, but he just kept staring. I went inside my apartment, locked the door, made lunch, and tried to forget about that weird encounter. My windows were open, and moments after, I sat down to eat my sandwich. That same man walked past my apartment window and looked inside. 
At that point, I called my husband because I was scared he was going to break in. He kept, he walked past again and looked inside, but again, oh wait, wait, sorry. But continued down the stairs, I assumed, and I assumed he was gone. I walked out after my lunch break was almost over to go to my car, and he had moved his vehicle to the spot right behind me. I then called the police because I felt threatened and took down his license plate number while he watched me get into my vehicle. I then drove off because I was almost late for work, and he peels out of my parking lot behind me, follows to me, me to my work destination, and watches me go from my car to my building. Oh, I felt so threatened that I called the police again, told them he followed me, and they came to my parking, they came to my work parking lot and watched his car. Okay, I think this girl was just typing real fast. <laughs> There's no punctuation. Um, watched his car, then they went and questioned why he was there. They took his information and looked him up. He had been reported for stalking multiple girls and multiple inappropriate encounters with women. Long story short, always look out for your surroundings, and if you see anyone out of place, call the police. That, I think that's one of my biggest fears. Yeah. Is that someone's going to stalk me and be like watching me and like know when I'm alone and things like that. And know that you're, that you see them. Yeah. Like you make eye contact with them and they continue. Yeah. They're like, I'm here. That is not okay. No. I would. No, 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 no. I'm like, I would have done this. No, (laughs) I probably would have done the same thing. But I feel like if someone's ever following me, I would just map to a police station. Mm Mm-hmm. And then just drive to the straight to the police station. That's smart. Also, we should probably say this because we were talking about this in the car earlier. And I need, need to, to verify find- I need to verify that it's true. Okay. Apparently, there's a number you can call if you are being pulled over by an undercover cop. Like if you see a cop that's unmarked but it has a siren and you're kind of feeling sketch about it, there's a number that you can call to make sure that it's a real cop and not just someone impersonating a cop. Okay, I'm trying to look it up. I don't think it's – I mean, you can call 911 for yeah. sure. But I thought there was a specific number. I, this is just something that I read on Twitter, I think. And so I don't want to say – I want to make sure it's the right thing. I'm going to look it up and then we'll post it on our Instagram and also we can mention it in the next episode. Yeah, okay. When we find it out. But yeah, I, I just read that – I feel like a lot of things on Twitter though sometimes like – are fake. Are just fake. Yeah. So I don't want to say that. I mean, if that's not a thing, it should become a thing because yeah. I think it's a really good idea. But yeah, I'm going to look it up. and Because there have been times at night when I'm driving alone that a cop pulls me over. And I kind of go for a while before I pull over because I'm like, I'm going to go to where there's people. Yeah. I don't want to pull over in the middle of nowhere with a cop, even though you shouldn't feel scared, but it's still scary. Yeah. Okay. My friend had a guy living in her vent for three weeks. <gasps> This was a while oh ago. Oh my gosh. She was sitting on AIM. You know what that is? No. AOL Instant Messenger. Oh. Oh the, oh, the memories. Um, And had just gotten home from school. She was spinning in her rolly chair and saw a pair of eyes <gasps> looking at her through the vent in the floor. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> you? That's going to be a no from me. <laughs> That you just see a pair of eyes. She said, <laughs> "Like in the floor, on the floor." Because I just picture like the Cheshire cat, like from Alice in Wonderland. Oh my gosh! Because I was kind of picturing that she was like in a rolly chair. What? I'm just picturing like the encounter, 
Like, what does his face look like? Like, is he literally just like, oh, shoot, she saw like me. Like, wide eyes. Just or, <laughs> or is he like, hello? You know what I mean? Like, trying to be creepy. Yeah, or does he not? I don't know. Like, I, the moment their eyes meet, it's like, what? Yeah, <laughs> excuse. Um. Yeah, so she's just like, okay, I'm trying to keep it cool. Sits there for a minute and then casually walked out of her room into the kitchen. She immediately called the police and then her mom. He admitted to eating their food and using their bathroom when they would leave the house. I have never recovered from her telling me this story. The fact that she was able to casually walk out of her room. <laughs> How did I gasp? Her got like, <gasps> how are you not going over and trying to stomp on him? <laughs> Literally. She's just like, goes and calls the police. Yeah. What a strong No, woman. actually though, you know what? That is, when I was little, I saw another ghost. No, when I was little, I, when I would walk home from school, I was terrified of getting kidnapped. Probably like oh, every other child was. For sure. And if I heard a car drive up behind me. Oh, and, like, it wasn't even slowing down or anything, but I'm like, this car is going to kidnap yep. me. I would pretend to go into the house. Yeah. Like, I would oh. walk up the driveway every five seconds, I so casually. And then I'm like, hopefully, they by the time I get to the door, they're gone because I ain't knocking on the store. Yeah, when you – um, oh, yeah, when you're walking home from school. Yeah. Terrifying. The most terrifying. If I saw a van, forget <gasps> about it. Oh, yeah, I was a goner. I was a goner. It was so scary I was saying my goodbyes to my family. <laughs> so bad. My grandpa always picks up hitchhikers. We were going to dinner when my grandpa saw a hitchhiker. My grandpa pulled over and let him in. He drove <gasps> oh, with us until honey. we were at our dinner place. The next day we were watching the news and that same hitchhiker had killed the next person who picked him up after we dropped him off. You are kidding. Have you ever picked up a hitchhiker? No. I was with someone with two males, of course, who because three girls would never pick up a hitchhiker. And there was someone hitchhiking, and they thought it was going to be funny to pick up the hitchhiker. The hitchhiker gets in our car, proceeds to tell us his name is Crazy. His name is Crazy. And we say why, and he sticks out his tongue and goes, because I'm crazy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sitting, he's, I'm in the passenger seat. He's sitting in the seat behind my passenger seat. And I'm just sitting there like, can we let him out? Because... He's obviously I'm crazy. crazy. He, and he like sticks Admits out his to tongue. It? Yeah. He's like, because I'm crazy. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> it was horrifying. Uh, I'm like, your mother did not name you that. Okay. I used to live in an apartment complex across the street from a cemetery for a few months when I was a kid. That's already terrifying. Yeah, that's actually, okay. you know what? Cemeteries are actually pretty peaceful. Uh like if you go I mean, I think it's if you go and know, like, yeah, you knew know someone, someone. Yeah, and there, and, like, that's been buried there. Because my uncle was buried in one in Utah, and I remember I would go and, like, visit his grave, and it was actually so peaceful, even at night. I mean, to a certain extent. I'd be there for, like, 10, 15 minutes, and I'd be like, oh, this is so peaceful. Like, I feel safe. And then yeah. all of a sudden I'd be like, all right, it's time to get yeah, out of here. Yeah, never mind. Um. I used to live in an apartment complex across the street from a cemetery for a few months when I was a kid. I already said that. It was a, it was while our house was being built, so luckily we weren't there for too long. So, <coughs> sorry. So many freaky things happened. Like my little five-year-old brother would tell us he was seeing floating balls of light come through our bedroom window at night or waking up to all of our kitchen cabinets being open and crazy stuff like that. But the scariest one was something I experienced with my mom. I was eight years old. I woke up in the night to go to the bathroom. I walked down... The hall, used the bathroom. 
and then turn the light off in the in the bathroom and open the door. Now, you know how after you have a bright light on and you turn it off, everything is way black, like you can't see a thing? Well, as I turned the light off and opened the door, and keep in mind it was super black, I saw two light shadows in the hallway. It looked like two little kids sitting, ac- sitting cross-legged and facing each other on the floor. Mm-mm. Like I could to this day describe to you exactly what their faces looked like. It's burned into my memory. Anyways, they turned and looked to me, looked at me as soon as I opened the door. It was so scary. I, it seemed so real. I almost didn't believe I could have imagined it. Then after they looked at me, I hear my mom gasp from down the hall. She had heard me wake up and came out of her room to see if I was okay. When I turn to look at my mom, she isn't looking at me. She's looking at the shadow children in the hallway with her hand over her mouth. She then turns to me and whispers loudly, get in your bed. And so I run to my room and hide under the sheets and we never really talked about it again. My mom and I are both ones to choose to not to believe in ghosts. Um, but I can't say that we felt the, well, but I can't say we felt the same after that experience. It was wild. Safe to say I was pumped about moving out of that place. Oh my gosh. <clears throat> so scary. Why are like kids almost <clears throat> scarier? Like ghost yeah. kids? I guess old people. Ghost old people are scary too. Yeah. My friend was babysitting for a family once and the kids were playing in the basement. They told my friend that there was a scary clown in the closet and my friend was super creeped out so called the parents to ask about the clown. The parents freaked out and told her to call the cops because they didn't own a clown or anything like that. She called the cops and they found out it was a hobo that was living in their house. I don't think we're allowed to say hobo anymore. Oh, I'm sorry. Is that not politically... That's not okay. To uh, say. Apparently, I don't know who can keep up these days. Sorry, that, I'm just I'm just reading what they said. That's fine. It was a homeless man that was living in their house and eating a tiny bit of their food and stuff, so they wouldn't notice. A scary clown. That's what the kids said. <gasps> scary clown in the basement. Are you kidding? Hmm. Nothing. Okay. So this there is this tweet that I remembered that I wanted to read, but I can't find it right now. But it's by Gabrielle McKeon. Love her. So Gabs. funny. So funny. And it was like, it was literally that exact <gasps> I know situation, exactly what tweet you're talking about. But it was like, that literal exact situation. Yeah. Like, the kids, there's a clown or whatever. And then, like, the person calls the parents and they're like, <gasps> grab the grab the clown and get out. We don't have kids. <laughs> yeah, no, she's like, <laughs> but it's like she calls the be- parents. She's like, hey, the clown is really freaking the kids out. Should I put something over it? And they're like... Grab the clown. We don't have kids. <laughs> and it's just funny because she's babysitting. Yeah. Us. Anyway, I thought it was so freaking funny, but I can't. It yeah, we better. didn't do it justice. We didn't but. do it justice, but it's really funny. So. We'll probably post on our Insta story. Yeah. I was laying on my couch in the basement and got up to turn the lights off and watch a couple episodes of The Office before heading to bed. I sat on the couch, and next thing I know, I was dreaming. This was the most vivid dream ever. My mom was hitting me with a pillow, trying to wake me up. I couldn't move or talk, and she was screaming at me, saying, They're coming for you. They're coming to get you. Get up. She eventually stopped and then said, They're here. She (gasps) ran out the back door, and, and as it slammed shut, I woke up. Now, this seems like just a dream, but no. I woke up, and all the lights were on. My back door was wide open, and I was hearing footsteps. And I was hearing footsteps upstairs. I live alone. Great. Get out. <laughs> Get out immediately. Yeah, leave, move. Put it up move on Rentler. the country. Yeah. <laughs> out of the country. Get a new identity. Seriously. <laughs> Go to Witness Protection Program. Okay, when my aunt was a teenager, she babysat a boy with <laughs> autism. One night, she woke up and saw him standing in her room, dripping wet. 
He kept saying things like goodbye to her. She brushed it off as a weird dream, and in the morning, she got the news that the boy she babysat had drowned in the pond behind his house the night before. Okay, wait. I just got chills. I have chills all over my body. Please read that again. Why are you looking at me like I'm a ghost? (laughs) Jaycee's tearing up. (laughs) I'm really not tearing up because I'm, like, nervous. My eyes are just, like... Wait, please read that again. Okay. When my aunt was a teenager, she babysat a boy with autism. One night, she woke up and saw him standing in her room, dripping wet. He kept saying things like goodbye to her. She brushed it off as a weird dream, and in the morning, she got the news that the boy she babysat had drowned in the pond behind his house the night before. Oh, I thought she was actually babysitting him that night. I'm like, why would she be babysitting if he had already died? No. Oh, wait, that's sweet. I know. It's so sad. It's so sad. It's kind of scary, but yeah. I think it was supposed to be like him saying goodbye to her. Mm, that's so sad. I'm sad. It turns out that on top of pretending... Oh, ruins the whole thing. <laughs> Reads the last line of it. Uh, like, turns out it was fake. Um, this is regarding the scary stories hometown crime. So about 10 years ago, my next-door neighbor drowned in her tub. It was super sad, and the whole community grieved her death. She had five girls, three of which were adopted from Russia, and the older two were her own biological kids. A few months later, my mom got a call from the FBI saying that they were investigating the murder of our neighbor and that the suspect was her husband, Martin McNeil, who was also under investigation for fraud. He was a very well-known doctor and on the surface, a very normal guy. To make a long story short, it turns out that he faked all of his paperwork of going to medical school and was a fake doctor, practicing for over 25 years. A few weeks before the mom died, she had said to one of her older daughters, if something happens to me, make sure it wasn't your father that did it. So obviously when she passed away, her daughters went straight to the authorities behind their dad's back. It turns turns out that on top of pretending to be a doctor, he had been having an affair with a woman named Gypsy for like five years, and she had journal entries of different ways that she wanted to kill Michelle, his wife. The girl did? Gypsy did? It said, and she had journal entries. Oh my god! That she wanted to kill his wife. But he took matters into his own hands and forced her to get some plastic surgery, and then gave her a bunch of narcotics and drowned her in the tub. He then proceeded to hire Gypsy as the three youngest girls' nanny after their mom died, and she moved into the house to be extra help. Obviously, none of the kids knew there was an affair or that he knew her previous to her being the nanny. Anyways, now he's in jail, and Gypsy got immunity for testifying against him. It's all pretty crazy, and there's a whole 2020 episode all about him. So crazy, two doors down from my parents. Oh, my. It's so disturbing on every level. That's like the Dr. Death podcast that we were talking about a couple episodes ago. How do you fake being a doctor? How do you get away with that without someone noticing for 25 years? That makes no sense. Oh, my gosh. I think I'll try it. (laughs) like, sweet, you getting paid for that? Okay. My mom's brother got murdered when he was in his 20s. He was missing for about a month before they found his remains and determined that he got shot. They have no idea who or why anyone would do this, but slowly the story started to unravel. My mom and dad decided to go through his house one day and found some weird notes and stuff hidden that he obviously did not want people to know about, which kind of pointed towards his fiance being involved in the crime. 
She was really shady the time following his death, not crying at his funeral, not wanting to be involved in the hunt for who did it, being rude towards the family, and so much more. What? To top it all off, they started getting phone calls to the house where my mom and her family lived of a man saying he was watching them and knew who did the crime. They could hear their calls were being taped at some points and they got creepy notes like pretty little liar status cut out of magazine style i'm not too sure what the notes said to this day the crime is still unsolved and they have no leads oh my god so so scary yeah that's creep all right we're gonna do one more and then we'll talk about something happy so don't don't end here you guys i know a lot of you stop when there's like 10, five minutes left. We know you do it. Stick it out till the end. You guys don't even know what our outro is. We could be giving away free stuff. <laughs> for all you know. We're not, but we could be. This one? Never mind. I'm, just, I'm like, this one's scary as if they had an almond. <laughs> My mom grew up in a haunted house. There was a certain dark figure that walked the halls casually. One day she needed to use the bathroom, but her 12-year-old brother was in the bathtub. She knocked and knocked, but he didn't answer. Finally, she got worried, got the key, and unlocked the door, hearing a huge gasp, and her brother ran out the door, saying something was holding him under the water. After that, their family had the house blessed, and nothing else ever happened. Oh. Like, as if a ghost was holding him under until she, like, barged in and the ghost let go and, like, left or something. Oh, that is so creepy. Okay. Ghost story. It wasn't necessarily scary, but me and my friend were driving home from Provo to Farmington. It's about an hour drive and it was midnight. We had the music on pretty low, just cruising, hardly any cars on the road. Then all of a sudden, it felt like slow motion. We both stopped talking and we see a little boy slowly cross the freeway and head toward my windshield. No. He he literally was sort of airy looking, if that makes sense. We, bo- we both look at each other and said, did you just see that? We both saw the little boy cross the freeway slowly and head towards my car <gasps> and then disappear. We weren't really scared, but it was such a weird feeling because we both saw the ghost. We even looked behind us and there was nothing there and there were no cars on the road. It was 100% a ghost. Craziest feeling. I'm scared. That is so creepy. When It's like one thing when you see it, but when someone else is like, Confirms. did you just see that? You're like, well, I thought I didn't, but actually now I'm more scared. Yeah. Oh, that's so scary. I seriously have a million more. What do I do? I know. Oh, freaking Siri just went up. Are you serious, or, Siri? <laughs> it's saying every... Mine just went up too. Yes. It's like, it's well, a yes, this is a Casper. ghost. <laughs> uh, Guys, Casper, the reason I brought it up 20 times is because that was my favorite movie when I was little. Really? I've and the guy, the no, guy that's in that movie. Shocked. And the guy that's in that movie is in the show we're watching, The Sinner. Yeah. Which the is guy. horrifying. Yeah, show, which is also horrifying. I was wondering. like, JC, we gotta listen to we gotta watch something like kind of uplifting before we go to bed. She puts on the sinner. <laughs> like, hmm, this is good. Oh man. Oh man, well, oh, we're man. gonna lighten things up a little bit with a little that's what they said quote segment. Chelsea, you want to go first? Yes. Um, first of all, let's... Sorry, before that. We're just dragging this episode out as long as we possibly can. Because we love Halloween. Um, wait, do you have a Halloween costume? I was going to say. No. Wait, I think... Oh, wait, I- yes, I do. Yeah, I do. I just bought one. What is it? It's, like, so classic, though. I went to Goodwill to look for Halloween costumes, and I found, like, a brand new 11 from Stranger Things dress. My, like, my size. 
And it was so cheap. I'm like, heck yeah, I'm getting this. I don't care if that was like two years ago that everyone was wearing this. It's so overdone, but whatever. whatever. It's a Halloween costume. I don't think I'm even doing anything. But you I bought did. my dog a lobster Halloween costume. She's going to be a lobster. Oh, we should have done the cops and robber. Because now I might be in Arizona for Halloween. Oh, I know. Sorry. My other friend, um, her dogs are going to be Ariel. You're one of her cheating dog. on me? I'm sorry. Sophie's, Sophie's cheating, cheating on lady. Well, it's well. a boy. <laughs> Dressed up as a mermaid? <laughs> I think it is. That's hilarious. Dead. That is funny. Okay. Um, but the lobster outfit does not fit my dog. It's too short. I can't even picture what that would look like on her. It doesn't even look like a costume. It just looks like something, like a toy. She just tries to take it off the whole time. I'm like, what else can we talk about? <laughs> well, what are you going to share your clothes? Oh, I was going to tell a story about my... Sorry, I have so many stories for this, but... I just love the Halloween spirit. Oh, it's a creepy story? Yeah. Okay. This is my mom tells her kids in her class every year. Is it real? Yeah. Oh. She's a ghost. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> that joke. Overdone. I'm sorry. <laughs> so when my parents first got married, they lived at my grandparents' house, so my dad's parents' house. And they lived in a big house on, on top of a hill like around a ton of woods. And so my parents lived in their little guest house like gazebo kind of thing and you had to go down a ton of <clears throat> i'm sorry a gazebo is not a house <laughs> no i know but it was like kind of like that kind of look it was just like okay. a small guest house okay. that's what my mom says a gazebo it's like when thing. they first got married they lived in a gazebo <laughs> like, no it was like a nice little guest house like my parent, my grandparents lived in like a big house and it was like in the middle of the woods spooky stuff already okay and my mom so there was like a big glass window. My mom was getting ready and she's like, I feel someone staring at me. And it's just the woods, so it's not like neighbors or anything. And she's like, okay, someone is definitely staring at me, but I don't know what's going on. But you know when you just feel oh, like totally. someone's staring at you? And so she's like, okay, I'm getting a little spooked. So she, Like they don't have cell phones, so it's not like she can call my dad and be like, hey, I'm scared. So she's like, okay, I'm going to run up to the house because I now I'm seeing like – Bushes move, like there's something out there. So she's like, okay, I have to make it up those steps. It's a ton of steps, but I just have to run and hopefully make it before this thing gets me. So she's like, okay. So she opens the door and just starts sprinting up the steps. And all of a sudden she hears like steps behind her getting faster nope. and faster nope. and faster. And as she gets to the top, she turns or like she feels something on her back. She turns around and it's my dad. Oh. And he's like, and he's like kind of like scaring her. And, but he said, my mom says when she turned around, she made such a scared. She like literally had to catch her breath, like, <gasps> like was so scared. And he was like, oh shoot, like you're really scared. Like I'm so sorry. But she said it was the meanest thing that he's ever done to her because she was terrified. That is, she's like, horrible. I just have to make it to the house. Like if I make it to the house, I'll be safe. Also, I don't have a cell phone. And my husband's gone. Like he was like working out or something, but it was night. And oh my gosh, he felt so, so bad because scary. he just thought it would be funny, like yeah. Halloween prank. But anyways, oh, I know my aunt. This is another little story, but my aunt was um, in college, I think, and she, her, and her friends uh, went to see The Ring. Like her and her girlfriends went to see oh, The no. Ring at a theater, and their guy, their guy friends knew that. And so they, they <gasps> snuck into their house or their apartment while they were gone. 
and did all the things from the ring, like put like a hair over <gasps> their like doorknob, just like little things. So they got home and they were all like bawling their eyes. Out. Oh my gosh, that's mean. Yeah. So, so mean. That's so mean. Okay, back to the happiness. Back to the we happiness. We hope you guys um, get a little bit of happiness from this episode because yeah. we know it's a little, a little dark. Spook. Spooky. Okay, oh wait, you start. Okay, mine is another rupee car. Car. Mm-hmm. I think we already established how to say your name, but I forgot. Um, I have what I have and I am happy. I've lost what I've lost and I am still happy. I love that. I Just that simple. Pinned. Yeah, me too. Oh, I probably Aww, got it from you. Twins. Just simple. You know, there's the saying, you don't know what you got till it's gone. And then once it's lost, you're still happy. <laughs> <laughs> makes no sense. Like, yeah, that doesn't Just trying to be a philosopher. No, I love that. It's basically just be happy with where you are mm-hmm. in life. I've lost what I've lost and I'm still happy. That's good. Mine isn't really a quote. This is just a concept that I've been thinking of lately and I've talked to Chelsea a little bit about it. I've just been thinking lately about how successes and little triumphs are so much better when they're almost unspoken or mm-hmm. when like the example I think of is when you know when someone is like all talk and you're mm-hmm. just like okay I'm gonna you, do this can't wait for this yeah can't wait for this this is gonna be so awesome big Doesn't things happen. happening yeah big things coming and then nothing ever and you just kind of lose credibility they lose credibility mm-hmm. and you just don't really you know those people yeah, where it's all like talk. you're all talk. You don't really even take anything they say as like a real thing because you're like, yeah, right. You're probably not going to do mm-hmm. that because you've never proved that before. And I've just been thinking about that concept because sometimes when something – I'm working on something exciting or something – oh, excuse <laughs> goes hoarse. Yeah. Or something cool is happening. You kind of want to shout it from the rooftops, I feel like. Mm-hmm. And especially when you do – like social media stuff for a living it's like I kind of want to just say to everyone like guys super exciting stuff's happening whatever yeah but I just think it's so much better to wait until that exciting thing is actually happening or it's Mm -hmm. actually a thing and you can talk about it and release it and then I feel like the excitement is just so much better and it's so much more I don't know the word satisfying I guess yeah and like gratifying I don't know if this is even literally inspiring at all or what I'm even we're saying just right telling now. you guys how to do your life so <laughs> stop saying big things happening okay capiche no but do you know what I mean yeah is this oh I like, totally understand what you mean I just I've just found personally for me that when I stopped like when I kind of not like started keeping secrets but when I stopped like telling the entire world about your successes about every success that came my way mm-hmm. and like you almost just have to keep some stuff private and like special for a second mm-hmm. you know what I mean yes I was thinking I'm not pregnant so this is not a pregnancy announcement but yeah I was thinking about like when I find out that I have a baby that I'm gonna have a baby I'm sure I'll be so excited I just want to like literally tell the whole world like my Instagram you know mm-hmm. I feel like I would just announce it as soon as possible but I've been thinking about it and I'm like honestly I think I'd want to keep that to myself for a while because it's like yeah. once it's out it's out and then the whole world gets to know kind of nice to just know. That's true. That's cute. Like, for a moment, it's just you. Yeah. And then your husband or whoever knows. Yeah. But, yeah. And that's kind of yeah. how I feel with, like, even, like, business ventures and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, sure, I'll tell my close family and friends, but it's kind of fun to just, like, keep it to yourself. And then when you finally can release it, it's, like, the most fulfilling thing ever. It's true. That's how we kind of were with the podcast. I mean, we announced that we were going to do a podcast after we had done everything for everything it already. Everything for it already. But we – I wanted to as soon as we done. Like, guess what, everyone? 
Yeah, as soon as <laughs> we made we the decision. But we both made the decision beforehand to be like, we need to just do everything first before we announce it or say anything. Or, yeah. And I'm not saying it's bad if you do that. I hope no one feels like dumb, like, oh, I've done that. Because I've done it a million times where I'm like, exciting things happening. Yeah. Whoa, just got out of a meeting. Really exciting. <laughs> and I'm like, I just need to stop because it just, it feels so much better to like keep that to yourself. Mm-hmm. And then, like, release Let your success speak for itself. Yeah. That's, you know what? That is exactly what I was trying to say at the beginning, and I couldn't find the words. So I'm very oh. happy you just said that. You're but welcome. just let it speak for itself because it's so much more awesome. Yeah. Anyway, that was just a thought I was having this week. Probably not that inspirational, but, you know. No, it's good. Just what I was thinking. Okay. Well, thanks so much, guys. Hope you have a great Halloween. Stay safe Happy out there. Happy Halloween. If you're going trick-or-treating, which you're probably not, but maybe if you, you are. are. Stay safe. Check your candy before you eat it. Yeah. Don't eat homemade treats. If you guys want to tag us in... Please tell me why I was about to say stay sexy and don't get married. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, I'm Karen and I'm Georgia. Have a good weekend. You guys, if you haven't listened to My Favorite Murder, I'm sure you have. If you know what podcasts are, you know what My Favorite Murder is. Yeah, it's very popular. It is the best of the best. But also, it does have language, so keep that in mind, peeps. Yeah, it is explicit, but who cares? Don't be a baby about it. (laughs) Okay. Well, thanks so much for listening, guys. Like we mentioned, go to our Instagram, follow it if you want to stay updated. You can subscribe to our um, podcast channel is that what it's called yeah if you want to get notified when we post new episodes every tuesday that's all i'm gonna say have a great halloween know you know the deal happy and, halloween oh, i literally forgot our outro happy halloween you say halloween a lot halloween? of people say halloween halloween and i feel like it's the same people that say aunt aunt like my aunt instead of my aunt and uncle halloween 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 anyway I've guys always- i've never seen halloween town yeah, that's got to change. <laughs> Yesterday we were telling the scary stories and I said, I've never seen Halloween Town. And <laughs> and Leif goes, that's the scariest thing I've heard all night. <laughs> that, is- that scares me more than anything. I don't, I just never seen it. I didn't have Disney as a child, you guys. Chelsea, we've got to watch that. Okay, let's go. Let's okay, go right bye. Now. Bye. Okay. And- Thanks so much for, oh, Chelsea, you're really that's killing right. my vibes. Thanks so much for listening, guys. We love you. That's what we said. Happy Halloween.